0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Popeye's Fried Chicken. Good morning, Bishop Gorman. I'm Lauren Sosa. And I'm McKenna Arroyo. And this is your Chopin Podcast. Today we will be discussing Chapter 26 of Kate Chopin's work, The Awakening. Chapter 26 starts with Arabin's apology to Edna, which
1: embarrasses her and she debates whether she should respond. It is not until she remembers that not responding will show an improper notion to their relationship does she acknowledge his apology. Rather than simply writing back, Arabin unexpectedly visits Edna's house, which prompts Edna and Arabin's relationship to grow more platonically intimate. Arabin learns how to handle Edna's various personality traits and Edna
0: learns to trust Arabin as a close confidant. After Arabin's sudden visit to Edna's house, she visits Mademoiselle Rees, whose personality she usually finds offensive, she now finds spiritually freeing. She reveals to Mademoiselle Rees that she is moving away from her home as she has enough money to live in a small house with one servant. She tells Rees that she will enjoy her independence and freedom, but will not tell her husband, Mr. Pontellier, as she believes he will call her demented. Chopin re- reveals that Robert writes letters to Rees, not Edna, one of which says that he will return home soon but has no date. Mademoiselle Reese always shows Edna the letters, and the reason Robert does not write to Edna is because he loves her and wants to forget her. From this, Edna finally admits that she loves Robert and goes into detail as to why. At the end of the chapter,
1: she writes tender messages to her children and gives them a box of bonbons. She also writes a letter to Léonce telling him about her decision to move and his obligation to help her with her farewell dinner before she leaves. This chapter ends with a cheerful, bright tone as Edna starts a new life.
0: There is a lot of personification in Chapter 26, but the most significant is when Chopin says, He is ready at all times to submit to her moods, which were as often kind as they were cold. In which Edna's moods personify the actions of being kind and cold, Chopin 80. This quote exemplifies Edna's power to influence and affect men in a society where women have no social or political power over men. This is one of the many instances where Chopin breaks the stereotype of powerless woman with no control to a woman with complete control. A strong literary device throughout this chapter is
1: imagery, which Chopin demonstrates in this quote. The stove is roaring, it was red hot and the chocolate in the tin sizzled and sputtered, Chopin 82. She describes the scene using both hearing and
0: sight, thus engaging readers into the plot and scene itself. Chopin also uses paradox as a form of contrast between Edna's life before and after a conversation with Mademoiselle Reese. She uses the quote, the musky lowering sky, which depressed her a few hours before, seemed bracing and invigorating as she splashed through the streets on her way home to symbolize Edna's emotions, Chopin 84. The contrast between the depressing to the invigorating sky represents Edna's life. The sky beforehand represents Edna's feelings of oppression and stifled opinions, whereas the sky after represents her new life and journey towards freedom and love.
1: Another great literary device Chopin uses is hypothetical. The quote, I only thought of it this morning. He will think I am demented, no doubt, demonstrates such, Chopin 82. Chopin uses his hypothetical to outline the relationship between Edna and Lyons, a relationship that does not have an equal relationship or ratio of respect. Edna does not care about his opinion, and Leonce never has a positive opinion about what Edna likes or does. Edna's secrecy opposes the standard of a wife in the 1800s. The use of personification, imagery, paradox, and hypothetical all help provide a greater understanding